Hello, and welcome to the Reach or Miss Show, the podcast for the customer-focused entrepreneur, where Hayut Yogev speaks with entrepreneurs for entrepreneurs about reaching or missing the critical point of approaching the right customer with the right message at the right time and place. The point where business success starts. And here is your host, Hayut Yogev. Rich or Miss, episode 237. Hey, my riches, how are you today? I'm Hayut. I'm so happy to be here with you. My guest this week is Tukara Charisma, and I loved her answer when I asked her what is her one key success factor. For me, she told me, it's mindset. It really is. I've dove very deeply into mindset and never chasing money. I don't ever believe in chasing money. I chase joy and money naturally follows. So for me, it's positive affirmation, it's visualization, and it's a visualization board in front of me. And I love this answer. Because most people that talked about affirmation and realization do it in order to chase for money. But Tokara actually uses it as a business tool. I'm sure you are going to enjoy this interview with Tokara Charisma as much as I did. Tokara Charisma is a digital marketing consultant and business growth strategist. She is the CEO of Charisma Marketing a full-service digital marketing agency dedicated to growing elite e-commerce brands online through email marketing, social media marketing, PPC, SEO, website conversion optimization, and more. Having built her own successful e-commerce business back in 2007, Tokara is now considered one of the world's top e-commerce marketing experts, her out-of-the-box approach to digital marketing and expertise in the online business growth space is why I've asked her to join me today. Tokara Charisma, what a pleasure to have you here. Hi. Hi, I'm so excited to be here with you today. I'm so excited that you are here. And I just share with our audience, our listeners, what you've done until now. And I would like to ask you, what are you doing and most passionate about today? And where are you heading? This is a great question. Well, thank you for having me. And I own a seven-figure digital marketing agency with a heavy focus on e-commerce clients. And I started that in owning my own e-commerce business many years ago and realized I really don't like dealing with packing orders, customer service. <laughs> And inventory, but I loved building a business. I had grown that business to be an international company and it was quite successful. And I have a background in business economics. So I knew that my place was scaling brands and I could do it very well. And that is where I got my start and what I'm most passionate about and why I'm most passionate about building e-commerce brands. I love figuring out how to scale them and I absolutely love sales psychology, which is a huge part of digital marketing that is often overlooked. 
and out-of-the-box marketing. So we really pride ourselves on, and what I'm most passionate about and just getting excited about these days is all of these out-of-the-box marketing campaigns and experiential marketing that we're doing for our clients. So that has been my jam for 14, over 14 years now. And I look forward to my work every day. (laughs) Wow. I'm so happy about that because we are not talking enough about e-commerce. So it's so great. And uh, where are you heading? You know, I have so many passions. So we've grown the agency to be in this really beautiful, amazing place. And so as we've grown, we've realized that where we started quite small with just Facebook ads, we realized that every sustainable brand needs to be omni-channel. And we had a beautiful example of this the other day when there was a big Facebook and Instagram outage and no one could get on, right? And it just confirmed what our belief system is, is that you can't build your castle on someone else's foundation. And so we started heading and we continue to head into the direction of omni-channel marketing. So I have been very passionate about becoming a Klaviyo Goldmaster partner. Klaviyo is the leading e-commerce email marketing platform for very specifically for e-commerce brands. So our team has worked with over 300 clients and sent over a billion emails. And I am so jazzed about about what they've been doing and what our marketing looks like. And so outside of that, that's what I'm passionate about. And then I have my own side passion projects. Right now we're working on a really exciting app for Shopify that's really experiential. Again, I believe in very much experiential marketing. So that for me is above and beyond my pay grade, to tell you the truth. But Mm. it it challenges me to step into fear and think big. And so that has been one of my biggest passions that I'm doing behind the scenes. Tell me a bit about how did you start and tell me a bit about your career path. Yes. And I, so I, I'm the daughter of two entrepreneur doctors who Hmm. worked very hard and taught me that I could do anything I wanted. And I realized very quickly after graduating college, I went to actually seven different colleges and graduated in three and a half years at the age of 21. Yeah, with Dean's honors. So talk about it, you know, type A personality. And I realized I don't want to work for anyone else. I just don't like fluorescent lights and being in a cubicle. And I knew there was more for me out there. So long story short is I got pregnant with my son and decided I, like many other entrepreneurs listening today, wanted to solve a problem, which I couldn't find cute clothing for my son. And so I had to create Mm. it myself, right? And so that's where that journey started. And many years later, you know, dealing with just so much when it came to the inventory, the output of money in advance of sales, and those types of difficult decisions that every entrepreneur has to make, I realized there's a different business model here that I know really well, which is a very low fixed cost business model where I only spend money after I've received it versus prepaying for things. And so that was where I kind of flipped the script on my skill set and decided this is what I want to do. This makes more sense for me financially. And with the encouragement of a business coach and dear friend, I you know made the business official and you know 
for four years later, officially being an ad agency, you know, as a single mom and with an, an excellent team behind me, here we are, you know, at seven figures. So that was the journey, but it wasn't an easy one, <laughs> but it was, and I'm, I'm grateful for it. Sounds fantastic. And as an entrepreneur, what is the best advice you can give to any of our listeners that want to hear what you have got to say to them? Yes, yes. I think what I hear, and actually we just got a new client this week who was very sweet and she wrote in her email, this is why I'm choosing you. This is why I know you're the perfect fit for me. And what it was is that we are fully transparent and we build trust with our potential clients. And we let them know up front whether or not we think we'd be a right fit. And we're very clear that it's never about the money. It truly isn't. So probably about 60% of the people who come to us for services, we turn away and we turn them away wow. with love and, and grace. And it's not that we don't care. It's because we care too much. And it's, it's that we want to evaluate if we truly believe that we can uh, get successful results for them because we want to protect our reputation and we want long-term relationships with our clients. So my best advice in what has worked really well for me has been getting on those one-on-one -on -one calls with your potential clients, especially if you're, you're selling a high ticket service because they need to hear from you and to really listen to them and their problems and be fully transparent and honest, you know, and, and tell them whether or not you think it would be a good fit. They so appreciate when you give them, you know, free advice and you tell them, I think this would be a better option for you. I mean, the, they will come back. They, they, People want to do business with people they trust. So building up that trust and, and standing in integrity is probably some of the best advice that I can give someone who is selling, you know, high ticket services. I love it so much because I do think we are not talking about enough about transparency. And I love you saying that so much. So thank you for that advice. You've got successes, and we already started to hear about it, and we will hear about it in a minute. But I want to ask you, what is your biggest, most critical failure with customers? The one that affected your entrepreneurial journey the most, or almost the most? Yes, yes. I have a twofold failure. <laughs> one, <laughs> we have all, they say the most successful people fail the most, right? The, the right. important part is how we pick ourselves up, dust ourselves off and keep moving forward. But the biggest failures would be one, taking on clients without the bandwidth, without the support system that I needed. So we are in demand and blessed to be in demand. And we at some points want to take on clients when we just don't have the right support team in place. And that's not a fair thing for us to do because when we do that, we don't give them the best results or the best client experience with us. And we want to be the four seasons of ad agencies. We want to build out mm. that five-star experience. And so I think the biggest failure I've done is take on clients without having the proper support system in place and knowing that we were stretched very, very thin. And then the second failure would be that I took on clients, especially when I was newer, when, you know, you're kind of wanting, you'll take any client, right? When you're first right. learning. And I said yes when I should have said no. 
And Mm -hmm. that is why we're so, we turn away so many people now because it's not about the money anymore. Like it was when I was first starting, it's about wanting to build long-term relationships. And so when I would bring on clients that thought we might be the magic pill or weren't ready for an ad agency services, that that was when we failed because we weren't working with a partner that had everything in place. So it was kind of like putting a Ferrari engine in a VW bug, right? Mm. But it just couldn't handle what we were trying to do. So in hindsight, I should have said no. So knowing when to say no, whether it's your bandwidth is stretched or whether you don't think you can get results. And I've made those failures too. And I'm, I'm still learning to this day how to say no. Hmm. Yeah, it is challenging because we want to succeed and we also want to help a lot of clients. So it's challenging to say no. But as you said, it is for the good of the client. Yes. Now I would like to hear the story about your greatest, most significant success as a result of the right customer focus or something you did right about approaching your customers? Yeah, I think for us and what we always say what makes us different is that integrity. And I'll be completely honest. I truly believe I work in an industry of snake oil. I really do. (laughs) I do. You know, the coined, quote unquote, bro marketers, there's smoke and mirrors, there's empty promises right and left. And so for me, what has worked has kind of been flipping that on its head and, you know, kind of taking on the industry as a whole and saying, I'm not okay with this, right? Like, this is what I stand for. I stand for full reporting. So when we talk to our customers, it's almost like we're flipping all the ways in which they've been mishandled and mismanaged by other agencies and saying, you deserve this, right? So we do full transparency. We'll tell you when we're wrong and we've done something wrong. We want to meet with you regularly and build a long-term relationship. We're always on camera with them. So it's, it's about doing business with people. Like I said, you know, people want to do business with people, not companies. So you'll never get on a call with our team and have their video off. You know about them. You know about their children. You know their dog's name, you know? So, <laughs> so it's, I think the customer approach for us has, and I worked for nine years for Four Seasons, they're an amazing company, and talk about learning excellence in customer service. And I truly believe there have been times where we have not gotten the best results. We just haven't. But because our clients trust us and they know that we will do everything in our power to find that success for them, to work hard, to build their brand and give us the time to do it. That has saved us on so many occasions. And I'd like to say we do things right and really well most of the time, but we're human, right? So we can't always win. But I think that customer approach of really wanting to get to know your customers deeply and build a personal one-on-one relationship with them has really helped us maintain our customers long-term, probably more long-term than most agencies. Do you have any particular story about your success with a client? Yeah. So, well, one, I'll, I'll talk about stepping into fear. When I first started, I had to get clients. I I didn't have referrals, which is how we get most of our clients these days. Um, I had to just start from the ground up and I did something that I think most 
you know, budding entrepreneurs won't do when they're first starting. I stepped into fear and I went for the big dogs. <laughs> so <laughs> one of my first clients ever, who's still with us, you know, almost four years later, my son was working on a project at school. He's in high school now. And wow. he was using a video editing software. And I looked up that video editing software's ads because I ran ads, right? And I realized they were struggling. They just did not have great customer feedback. They didn't have great ads. And so I went directly to this uh, company. It's a SaaS company. And I said, can I get connected with your director of digital marketing? And you would think this little girl just starting out, right, would not connection. <laughs> well, it turns out this company has over 30 million users. Wow. And their neighbors were Facebook, Google, you know, this is the big guys. And I got the client. And I think it's funny because I had just interviewed someone for uh, my own YouTube. And I said to her, she was about getting celebrities. So you would get your, how do you get your products to celebrities? And I said, well, what do you recommend in the pitch, in the email pitch when you're, when you're approaching them and want to get your product to them? Because they must be getting so many pitches every day. And what she said back to me took me right back to my first year um, doing ads, which was actually you'd be surprised. They don't get as many pitches as you think because people are scared and they don't think that it'll work. And that's exactly what happened to me. It was that people were so scared to approach a big client, but the only difference between you and your competitors is you stepped into fear and asked for it and allowed the door to get open. And they were able mm -hmm. to walk through the door. So that was probably my biggest success story. And like I said, still to this day, they are a client with us and we are serving, you know, helping serve over 30 million of their customers, which is just amazing. So mm -hmm. not stepped into fear, that wouldn't have happened. Hmm, what a beautiful story. Yeah. Dukara, can you recommend the best or most effective technological or digital tool that's related to customer focus, marketing, or sales? Yeah. However, I'm not looking for the last shiniest tool in the endless list. I'm looking for something that really works for you and can help our listeners as well. Yes. I. For us, there's been several tools that have just kind of changed our lives. Um, when you are managing a company, uh, e organization is key and automation is really key because as soon as you get those in place, it's like tripling your staff, you know? So for us, uh, um, we use heavily Asana. There's other project management tools, but Asana has eliminated at least 90% of our emails and has served for a lot of accountability and breakdown in workflow, client approvals, and so much more. So Asana, we started using for free. I think we're paying like 2000 a month now for that. Yeah. <laughs> we built it because we so, it, it saved us so much labor, you know, and time and kept us accountable. So that was number one. And then the second part of that is SOPs are critical when you're running an organization. So that tool helps us run all of our SOPs, standard operating procedures. The other tools we use, and again, you don't need anything fancy. We work heavily out of Google Drive. It is everything because it allows for endless, as of right now, storage. 
And as an ad agency, we have very big, large files that we're constantly transferring. So using Drive with, with our clients helps keep everything very, very organized. And then on a, from a marketing approach, of course, we're in Google Analytics every day. Shopify is one of the leading e-commerce platforms. We believe heavily in them. If you are an e-commerce brand, Clavio, I cannot stress enough is the email marketing platform you must be using. It will get you so much further. Um, so those are some of the tools. And the other tool I love right now that I've been using for a long time, which might not be as well known, but they're a multi-million dollar SaaS company is Privy. And Privy is uh, a tool that we use to increase website conversions by usually about 50% within the first week wow. of on the on the website. So it, it really helps website conversion rate optimization and building your sales funnels, getting leads on your email list, cross sells, upsells, and so much more. So those are kind of our, you know, kind of tech stacks outside of our marketing platforms that we are using every single day. So we will have this link in the show notes of this interview. Perfect. You know, there are many factors that affect one's success. But I do believe that for each of us, there is one factor that really helps us succeed. What is your one key success factor? I think for me, it's mindset. It really is. I've dove very deeply into mindset and and never chasing money. I don't ever believe in chasing money. I, ch- I chase joy and money naturally follows. So for me, it's um, positive affirmations, it's visualizations, it's um, a visualization board in front of me, it's me setting my passwords to goals that I have, right? So for me in my success, I, I do believe it's that you know growth mindset that has really helped me in the long term make the right decisions. And my best advice to anyone whoever is making a decision for their business is visualize yourself as the person you want to be or the company you want to become and then ask yourself what would this person do and that comes back to visualization so whenever i have a tough question for my business should i spend the money on this or should i invest in that or what would be the right move i visualize where i want to be in 5 or 10 years and say would that woman do this would she invest in this would she buy that ticket would she have this piece of software so for me, that has really contributed to my success. What a beautiful advice. And my final question, before I ask you what is the best way to connect with you, my final question is my mountain question. And as my listeners know, I've been always imagining this journey of entrepreneurship as climbing a mountain, step after step after step. And then when you reach the peak, you always looking to reach another peak. Sometimes you need to go down in order to reach the peak. And at some point I started to ask my guests, and that's what I want to ask you, whether you ever climbed a mountain or wished to climb a mountain, or do you have any relationships with mountains at all? Yes, I I love this question because mountains are very, very metaphorical for life. And 
I actually thought about this and I'm going between three different, you know, stories, but I'm, I'm going to go with a story that I shared a long time ago. I have this hike in Hawaii, which is where I'm located. We have a lot of hikes and this hike is a, it's in Kealakekua, a beautiful Hawaiian name. It's the Captain Cook hike and it is maintained by the public. So in Hawaii, it's conducive to life. Things grow very big here. Weeds will grow, right? And so this hike had not been maintained for a while. And we have something called elephant grass here. And as you can imagine, elephant grass is grass on steroids. It's gigantic grass and it hurts. It actually will cut you everywhere. Um, And so it's a hike I do alone when I want to do some self-reflection and thinking. And so I went on that hike alone and I started going down it and the grass got thicker and thicker and I couldn't see where I was going. I was by myself. I was getting spooked. We have boars in Hawaii that can just run out of nowhere. Um, Or in my mind, I was going through, you know, Friday the 13th, (laughs) you know, I was going through this horror movie. Someone's going to come up against the grass because you couldn't see more than two inches in front of you. It was just full forest grass. And so what I learned that day is eventually I, what happened is a couple came and spooked me. They spooked me. They came right out of the grass into my face and I got very scared and my heartbeat was racing, you know, a million miles a minute. And I turned around that was my universal, it's time to turn around to Kara. And so what I learned that day metaphorically is when the path is too difficult to continue to go down it's okay to turn around and take an easier path, take a different path. And I think metaphorically, every time I go on that hike, I get a new life lesson. And that day, that was the life lesson was when there was challenges and I tried so hard and it became so difficult that it was a losing battle going down that I had to give myself grace and, and permission to say, it's okay. It's okay to stop, to turn around and take a different path. So that for me is one of my favorite hiking and climbing stories. It's a beautiful hiking story. Toka, what would be the best way to connect with you for any of our listeners that would like to be in touch? Thank you so much for asking. Um, I am social by nature, so you can find me anywhere under my name, Takara Charisma, which has a very funny spelling. Um, but I'm on Instagram and Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, all under Takara Charisma for personal consulting and courses for digital marketing. And if you are a seven-figure-plus elite e-commerce brand and would like to learn more about our full-service ad agency services, our ad agency can be found at charismamarketing.com, also spelled very funny. <laughs> <laughs> So that's good. And we will have all these links in the show notes of this interview. Perfect. I would love to thank you so much because you gave us so much important advice and impactful stories. So thank you so much for this interview. Oh, thank you so much for having me, Hayud. I had such a great time talking to you. It was such a pleasure. It is such a pleasure, and take care. Thank you. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. And for you, our listeners, until the next time, it all goes down to this. You either reach or miss. Keep reaching your goals and vision. Bye. Thank you for listening to The Reach or Miss Show, the podcast for the customer-focused entrepreneur. You can find all the information, links, and resources that was mentioned at the show in our website, 
reachormiss.com. See you next week.